Hey everybody, welcome back to the On The Trough Podcast. I'm Tom Eisenberg. Here we are on another Monday morning. Uh, every team is officially played by now. Uh, every team has played twice, and 20 teams have played t- three times. So, you know, we finally gotten to see teams a couple of times. Um, you know, our first small sample size theater has begun. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and do overreactions. I'm trying to look at the teams for, you know what they are, what I thought they were going into the season, and we'll talk about if I feel like they've exceeded expectations through two or three games, or if they failed to live up to them. Uh, I'm going to try to hit on every team. I obviously haven't been able to watch every team. Um, anyone who says that is lying, unless that's all they do, right? I have a full-time job. That's not this. I don't make money off of this podcast, so um, I am not able to watch every game. Um, I just don't have that kind of time, but I have seen at least a few minutes of every team, at least, um, you know, skipping around which isn't great, right? If you just happen to see, like, the five minutes, like, the Grizzlies are getting run off the floor by the Wizards or something. Like, that's not what you want to see. But, um, like, that's too small of a sample. But regardless, you know, it is what it is a weekend. I'm hoping by Thanksgiving I'll be able to have seen at least one full game from every team or two. Uh, every year I try to watch at least 10 or 15 games from every team. Um, I usually hit that mark. Except for some, sometimes there's some really bad teams where I'm just like, ah, I'm really not trying to do this. And maybe I don't hit it with them. But generally, all the playoff teams, at least, I see like 20 games each. Um, I think I'm pretty good about that. So we'll, we'll get there later on in the year. Um, so we're just going to talk about every team so far. Uh, I'm going to start with the Lakers just because they're the only team I've watched all their games in full. Uh, obviously, they played twice where they were the only game going on. And then last night, actually last night, no, last night they were on at the same time as the Clippers and Spurs. But that game was over almost immediately. Um, so I'm going to talk about the Lakers a little bit. I talked about them a little bit against Denver. But they've played two games since, and I, I thought they've looked okay. Um, I know people are going to be a little harsher than I am. Uh, they barely beat the Suns. They won by five in a brick fest. Honestly, both teams were just bricking. The Lakers made, I think, like five threes out of like 30, and the Suns weren't much better. Uh, Durant was awesome, uh, as he usually is. Anthony Davis was awesome. Uh, LeBron was good in the fourth quarter. Uh, no one else really did anything. The Suns had, Durant had like no help at all. Um, and then LeBron and AD honestly also didn't really have any help. So that was really a brick fest. Uh, but I thought the Lakers defense was pretty good. Again, they were playing a team that had like one real player, but still, you know, you take that for what it's worth. Uh, that same Suns team put up 130 on the Jazz. The, that exact same Suns team without Booker, without Beal. So I'm going to, I'm going to give the Lakers some credit there. Uh, and then they lost a shootout in overtime to the Kings after honestly horrible, horrible end of the fourth quarter. Uh, they ended every quarter pretty poorly except for the third um, the first quarter, I think they were down like nine at one point. It was like 39-30, something like that. And they ended up losing the, no, not 39-30, I don't know. I don't remember. They ended the quarter really badly. Like, they got a couple stops, and they allowed a JaVale McGee dunk at the end of the quarter. And then at halftime, they were, it was like 59-55. And then the Lakers bricked a bunch of threes. I think it was all LeBron. I think LeBron took two threes and missed them. And then the Kings went on a 7 nothing run to be up 11. Uh, the end of the third, I think, was okay. I honestly don't remember it at this point. And then the end of the fourth was horrible as well. They were up 104-100, and then the offense became absolutely stalled. They got like lucky with a D'Lo step-back three and a LeBron step-back three, but it was a lot of bad shots, and Sabonis fouled out, right? So Sabonis fouled out. Fox had five fouls and a bad ankle, and the Lakers refused to attack Fox. They said, you know what, Fox, we'll let you rest on defense. We'll just let you, you know, do whatever you want. We're not going to try to foul you out. And then Sabonis fouls out. They didn't even put JaVale McGee in until overtime. And they wouldn't give AD the ball. It was a lot of, you know, Torian Prince threes and D'Lo threes. And yeah, they were pretty open shots. But I just thought that wasn't great offense. Like, I'd rather have 
Anthony Davis with the ball against a guard or a forward in the paint than anyone taking a wide open three on the Lakers. Straight up. Like, even if they're good shooters, we have good shooters. I still would rather have the AD bucket in the paint. Because either he's going to score, get a foul, get a re- anything like that. Right? Or if some like the odds of him shooting, missing, and not getting the rebound there against like Kevin Herter or Harrison Barnes are pretty low, I think. Um, compared to the, the jump shot, right? The D low or Toy and Prince 3, where if it goes in, great. Um, and if it doesn't, it's a long rebound. AD's not getting it. No one else on the team rebounds, um, except for Christian Wood, who was not playing. I don't know why Rui or Wood weren't closing. Um, I have a lot of rotational questions. But overall, again, I don't want to spend too much time on the Lakers. Um, I think they look okay, right? I thought their defense was good against the Suns. I thought their offense. I thought the process often the offensive process against the Suns was good. Again, a lot of bricks against the Kings. Uh, fewer bricks. Um, again, same pretty good process. Besides the fourth quarter when it was a lot of like just LeBron stepbacks, which was horrible. I hate those. Um, but besides that, I thought it was pretty good. Um, we desperately miss Vando, obviously, because he's the only guy on the team who can guard Fox, who can at least try to guard Fox. Um, I think the Lakers need to close with more size, more rebounding. I think that's a problem as well. Uh, they play Orlando Magic tonight and the Clippers Wednesday. Uh, so that'll give us a little bit more, um, thoughts on how they're doing. I also want to talk about Anthony Davis. So he's had back-to-back games with 30 points, uh, 12 rebounds, two steals, and three blocks. Like, back-to-back. I don't know how many times that's happened in NBA history. I honestly should have pulled that up. Um, actually, I'm gonna pull that up right now. Hold on real quick. Okay, so coming back right now. So it's only been done 17 times that a player has had back-to-back or more games with 30 points, 12 rebounds, two steals, three blocks. Uh, Anthony Davis has done it twice now. Uh, David Robinson did it seven times, including three in a row once. Um, he's the only one who's done it three in a row. So we'll see if AD can do it for the third time against the Magic. Um, I doubt it, honestly, just because Jonathan Isaac is like the AD stopper, low-key. Uh, AD's always terrible against Jonathan Isaac. I know Isaac won't play that much like he used to. He was like a 30-minute-a-game guy. He'll probably play like 15 minutes. But in those 15 minutes, if they overlap with AD, AD's not going to do anything. I'm telling you right now, I don't know why, but John Isaac just locks that guy up. Anyway... So AD's done it twice in a row now. Um, he's had two great games, objectively. And, you know, I saw on first take today, they were still shitting on him for the game one against Denver, where it was one bad half, if we're being honest, really. Like, yeah, a bad half can make a bad game overall. I'm going to say it's a bad game overall, but really it was a bad half. Because the first half, he was good. But when you have zero points in the second half, it's hard to end up with a good game overall. And you know who's not getting any heat at all? Everyone else was played like shit. Everyone else has played like shit. Anthony Edwards, I don't think he's had a single good game yet. Jimmy Butler hasn't had a good game yet. Lillard yesterday literally had six points total and zero points in the first half against the Hawks, right? Not the Nuggets, the fucking Hawks. SGA also playing the Nuggets. He was at home, had seven total points. Like, so much crap. And AD gets held to fucking, like, Hakeem Olajuwon, Wilt Chamberlain standards. I don't understand why. No one calls him the best player in the league. I don't see anybody calling him a top five player in the league. And he gets held to standards higher than anybody but LeBron. Like, it's unreal. Steph Curry, last night against the Rockets, had 10 points entering the fourth quarter. 10 points through three quarters. Not a word was said. Not one word was said. Like, it's just a different standard with him. It's not fair at all. It's ridiculous. Especially when he could have had 40-plus yesterday if his guards actually passed him the ball. Like I said, he had a mismatch almost every play. Even Sabonis is a mismatch, too. So literally every play is a mismatch. But when he fell out, it was really a mismatch. Because at least Sabonis is big and strong, so he can maybe force it into a hook shot. Maybe he'll miss. Like, Barnes isn't doing any of that. Kevin Herter, like, Sasha Vesnikov, who low-key, I really like. Um, he's been really good for the Kings so far. I'm always unsure about these EuroLeague guys coming in, like, when in like their late 20s, early 30s. You know, I just kind of got uh, PTSD from Pablo Prigioni, who was really hyped up, and he sucked ass. Um, he had some nice passes, I guess, but I don't know. Him and then uh, Milos Teodosic, like, I don't know. I was like, ah, I don't know about these guys. 
But Sasha Vesnikov so far has been good. I haven't gotten to see Michich yet. I haven't really gotten to see OKC. Um, we'll talk about them a little bit later, though. So I'm just tired of the way AD gets talked about. It's so ridiculous. I could complain about this every week, um, but I won't because, you know, what the hell's the point? But I'm going to complain about it right now because he's had objectively, uh, how many, well, he's played three games, so he's played six halves, and five of them have been good. Like, he had one bad half, and all the other halves were good or great. Like, so it's just ridiculous. Um, let's move on to other teams now because I was not trying to just talk about the Lakers all day. This is not a Laker podcast. Um, so next, let's talk about the Utah Jazz. So they've played three games. Um, they beat the Clippers. Uh, that was a fun one. I got to see that. They lost to the Kings in the blowout, and they lost to the Suns in the blowout. Um, so the Jazz are probably not going to be quite as good as the team we saw last year. Um, so far, they're basically what I expected. Um, I actually expected them to start 0-3. So them being one and two was a little bit better than I thought. They have a really tough opening schedule. They play the Nuggets next, then they play Memphis, Orlando, Minnesota. Uh, not not a great schedule to start. Um, Lowry's great, obviously, but last year the Jazz really fell off a cliff once they traded Conley and Beasley and Vanderbilt. Um, it just lost them a lot of depth because now right they're playing John Collins, who hasn't looked good. Um, he just hasn't looked very good. And then uh, Lowry's obviously great, but you don't have that point guard presence. Like their point guards are THT, who I'm not a big fan of. He's just not great. And then Keontae George, who's a rookie, so he's not going to be great. Um, and then Jordan Clarkson, he's not really a point guard. Sexton, like, those are not point guards. They're just, like, scoring guards. Um, they really lack defense because Walker Kessler has been awful. Like, he's done nothing. Um, he's played three games, and I think he has, like, two blocks or something. I think he has two total blocks on the year. Last year, he averaged almost three. Um, yep, he's got two blocks in three games. I don't know what's going on with Walker Kessler. But Lowry's, like, the only bright spot on this team right now. Uh, I guess Keontae, you know, he's showing flashes, I guess, as a rookie. Uh, he's actually been pretty solid. He'll probably end up starting sooner than later. But, yeah, it's just not a great team, objectively. Like, you look at the roster, like, they're, this is their top eight scorers. Lowry Markinen, John Jordan Clarkson, John Collins, Colin Sexton, Kelly Olenek, Keontae George, Simone Fonticcio, and Taylor Horton-Tucker. And then Kessler is their, the ninth best scorer. And then Chris Dunn. That's really the rotation, those ten guys. Um, the, the end of the bench isn't really playing. Uh, Agbaji hasn't really played much. Don't know why. Again, you're a rebuilding team. Um, I thought they could maybe contend for a play-in spot. I was like, maybe. Because the Jazz, you know, they're kind of frisky. But through three games, I don't think so. I don't want to overreact. But, yeah, I just don't really see it at this point. The West is really deep. And I thought the Jazz were the only team that could really crack into that top 11 from the, the bottom teams. Um, but I don't see it. I just don't. I think I picked their over just because it, I felt like it was really low. Maybe that was a mistake, uh, thinking through three games. But again, Lowry's great. Um, I don't know if they're going to be sellers at the trade deadline. Like Olenek, I think he's expiring. He's the only guy I could really see getting moved. You're obviously not moving any of the young guys um, or Lowry um, unless you're getting a haul. So they're okay. Again, they're going to be a team that's going to you know steal some wins away from some good teams. Like they just beat the Clippers um, in a really fun game. But otherwise, they're not not a super relevant team this season. Uh, that Clipper game, though, that was a very funny game. Um, like, the Clippers really blew it down the stretch. It was a back-and-forth game, basically the whole game. The Jazz actually had a, a big, big-ish big lead early. I think they were up the double digits. Um, and the Clippers kind of came back, and it was back-and-forth from there. And Kawhi was getting locked up in the clutch by Jordan Clarkson. Uh, and then he took a really bad, like, step-back three over Clarkson to end the game. He bricked it. Westbrook gets the rebound. He's facing Nick Batum, who's on the wing. 
And instead of passing it to him, he does a turnaround fadeaway jump shot, which everybody knew was going to miss. It's Russell Westbrook. And you see Kawhi, right? He's standing like on the opposite wing of Batum, and he just falls to his knees in agony. If you haven't seen this on Twitter, you have to go check it out. He falls to his knees and like slaps the floor like he knew it was breaking. He was just like, oh, no. It was like LeBron after he didn't get the foul call against the Celtics when he was like slamming his hand on the ground. Kawhi was just like, fuck. And he did it right as Westbrook released the shot. So he didn't even know. If, for all he knew, that shot goes in. It's going to overtime. But nah, he airballed that shit. It airballed. Uh, Clippers lost. It was super funny for everyone who wasn't a Clippers fan. Um, but the Clippers have, I think, like the best net rating in basketball right now because they lost by two to the Jazz. And they blew out the Blazers by 12. And being by 12, but they were co- cooking them with their real players. And they beat the Spurs by 40 yesterday. Uh, the Spurs are not good, guys. They're not good. Um, honestly, may as well just move on to the, ah, I want to talk about the Clippers a little, ah, no, I was on the Jazz, Jesus Christ, I cannot keep track, um, so yeah, the Jazz are going to be, you know, a very mediocre team, um, so I'll say they've, I guess, met expectations so far, I thought they'd be 0-3, and three. they're 1-2, and two. they're basically what I thought they'd be, um, who's next, I'm just going in order on this list, uh, let's talk about the Clippers, may as well, uh, I was already kind of talking about them, I don't love the roster, I don't, um, uh, I know that they're 2-1, and one. it's, it's meaningless, Again, they literally played Portland, Utah, and San Antonio. They should be 3-0. They're 2-1. It's not a big deal. Um, blowing out the Spurs like that was cool. Paul George had five steals in the first quarter. Epic stuff. Um, again, I like the Kawhi-PG duo. I like it more than most. People overrated them the first year together, but now they're being underrated. Like, it's still a top 10 player in Kawhi and a top 15-ish player in Paul George. Uh, you can argue he's a little bit below that tier, a little bit above. He's somewhere between, like, the 13th best player in the league and, like, the 18th. Uh, you can't really say he's lower than that. Like he's he's just too good for that. I think he's. I think he, both of them are very underrated. Uh, I don't like the rest of the roster. I just don't like you're giving Russell Westbrook major minutes. He's awful. He's just terrible. Every time he has like a good moment, I see people saying 94th best player. And it's like no, dude. He's not a top 200 player. Not at all. Not even close. Um, he sucks. Uh, Zubas as your starting center is fine. I don't like Plumlee. Uh, Norman Powell, I don't like either. Like he can get buckets, but like eh. And then they start a bunch of old forward. Like, Covington finally starts. Like, finally. And they were starting Morris and Batum. And it was like, Covington's your best power forward. Like, please play him. Um, Batum can shoot, but he's really slow. Like, he doesn't really do anything else at this point anymore. Uh, and Morris isn't even playing. Thank God. He's horrible. He's completely washed. Uh, Terrence Mann has not played yet this year. He's injured. And that's basically the rotation. Bones Highland, I don't like. Like, the guards are literally Russell Westbrook and Bones Highland. Like, that is way too much chaos. Um, they definitely, they definitely need to trade. Like, I would really go get James Harden. You need like a real playmaker who's actually a threat to score. Like Westbrook is just awful. Um, so again, I don't love the roster. I do like the duo. Again, Kawhi and PG. I think that that's a better duo than Tatum and Brown. Um, I know I get a lot of heat for that, but the Celtics just have way better supporting pieces than that, and they're healthier. That's really the difference. If you swapped Kawhi and PG with Tatum and Brown, put them on the Celtics, they would have won a title. Assuming, assuming they're not injured, right? If the Kawhi and PG were not, which again, I know I'm going to get laughed at for this, but if Kawhi and PG had the health that Tatum and Brown did and you threw them on the Celtics for the last five years or four years, whatever, since they got together, they, they would have won probably in 2022 uh, over the Warriors. Uh, they wouldn't have lost to the Heat any of those times, not once. Um, so that's my thoughts on the matter. I'm just, I'm higher on that duo than most. I still don't think this is a team that's really going to win the title. I don't trust their health. I don't trust the rest of their team. Um, I don't think their duo is that dominant. That it's like, oh, even with Westbrook, like you can't you can't overcome that. But it's a playoff team. It's unless, you know, Kawhi and PG missed like a lot of time, it's a playoff team. Um they'll probably lose in the first or second round though. 
But they're good. Again, this is a team that it wouldn't shut. If they were really healthy the whole year, they had the injury luck and other teams didn't, they could make the finals. Like, they could. I'm not going to pick them to do that, but I think they're being a little underrated. But, yeah, super easy schedule to start, so I can't really take anything away from that. Um, like, I don't, I don't care about their net rating. I saw people tweeting about their net rating, and it's like, oh, look at Russell Westbrook's net rating. And it's like, dude, you played two of the worst teams in the sport and then lost to the Jazz, who are also not a great team. So... Let's see what they do when they play real teams. They're playing the Orlando Magic on the second night of a back-to-back tomorrow. Kawhi and PG are supposed to play. Then they play the Lakers right after that on the back-to-back. Um, we'll see if they play both legs. Um, I think this week will be a little bit more telling, you know, for most teams, obviously. The more games you get, the bigger sample size, you know, the more you learn. So Clippers, I would say so far, uh, I guess met expectations. I can't say they've exceeded it. They've played bad teams. Like, it's just, what am I supposed to say? Um, they didn't lose to them. You know, they lost to the Jazz, whatever. But, yeah, can't not, not a lot to take away from them. Uh, let's go to the Kings. I kind of mentioned them a little bit. Um, honestly, a pretty bad loss to the Warriors. Like, they really blew that one. Um, the Warriors are like, they're a good team, right? There's no shame in losing to other good teams. But I just feel like the Kings had that. And in the fourth quarter, they absolutely blew it. And they made, like, a fake comeback at the end when it was way too late. Uh, Fox was awesome again. He's going to miss a bunch of time now. Um, I'd be shocked if he miss, doesn't miss at least two weeks um, with this ankle injury. We'll see how much time he ends up missing. But they they look like the same team. Uh, they really do. Uh, except they have Sasha Vesnikov now, who I like. Uh, I don't like that JaVale's getting minutes over Alex Len. Uh, JaVale sucks. Alex Len is much better. Uh, I think he showed last playoffs he's much better. I uh, still don't like Sabonis. But, yeah, it's a good team. They're going to score a lot of points. They're probably going to win 40-whatever games. But, look, Fox, because of this injury, right, he's already going to probably miss more time this year than he did last year. And that, that's part of why people were lower on the Kings, right? Because people were saying, oh, the Kings, like, they were so healthy and so clutch, and it's unsustainable. And it is. Any team that is reliant on, oh, we're going to win all the clutch minutes, like, you're going to fall off a cliff. Because you, you're, you're just not going to do that every year. Um, that happened to the Suns, right? The Suns won all the clutch minutes when they won 64 games. The next year, last year, right, they won, like, 40-whatever because, A, they were injured a lot. But also, they weren't, like, gods in the clutch, you know, so anytime you have a season where you're a god in the clutch, like you're bound to fall off the next year just for that. And they were super healthy. They're already not as healthy just with this Fox injury. So again, playoff team, yes. Three seed, no. Um, but again, they've been basically what I've expected them to be. They haven't surprised me. Um, their first game, they blew out the Jazz. Again, not a great team. Um, so they're fine. I'm not worried about them, even with Fox mixing time. Uh, we'll see how much time, right? It might get concerning, but I think they'll be okay. Uh, Sabonis is enough in the regular season to run your offense with Malik Monk. They have a lot of shooting. I think they'll be okay. Um, the Hawks. So the Hawks started off pretty poorly. Um, Trey Young has not been great. Uh, if we look at his stats, let me pull up his numbers. I should read you De'Aaron Fox's numbers. He's been so good. He deserves that. Let me let me read off his numbers real quick. He's averaging 31 points and 6 assists so far. He's been insane. Keegan Murray's looked good. Harrison Barnes had a really good game against the Jazz. I forgot about that. Herder's been ass. And then the rest of the team is pretty good. Again, I like Sasha Vesnikov. Sabonis is fine. Whatever. Next team, Atlanta Hawks. They're 1-2. They had uh, two close losses. One to the Knicks and one to the... Oh, my God. I'm forgetting. The Hornets. The, the Hornets one was really bad. The Knicks one, not as bad. Um, but still, not great losses. Trey Young has been really bad. Um, and despite him being really bad, they still almost won those games. His shooting splits are 27, 27, and 85. Uh, 27 and 27 is insane. Uh, he's still averaging 20 points and 11 assists. Um, a lot of assists. The Hawk, Everybody else on the Hawks is playing pretty good. Uh, Jalen Johnson's been great. Uh, he's filling in in that John Collins spot really well. Doing much better than Collins was. He's making shots, cutting to the rim, getting nice dunks. Playing good defense. I like Sadiq Bey, too. 
Um, I like the team. DeAndre Hunter's been good. Uh, Murray's been eh, whatever. His defense on Damian Lillard was good, though, uh, yesterday. But otherwise, whatever. Uh, AJ Griffin's not getting enough minutes. And Anyaka Kongo, I don't think we're getting enough minutes. But again, I like the team. I like the over still. Uh, they had a great win over the Bucks, So they got two close L's to teams they should have beat. Especially especially the uh, the Hornets. Uh, the Hornets don't have Miles Bridges yet because of his 10-game suspension. So, like, you really should beat them. Even though I'm higher on the Hornets than most. Like, you should have beat that one that game. The next one, whatever. That's, that's, you know, probably a better team than the Hawks. So, this doesn't surprise me too much. Especially when Trey playing this bad. But blowing out the Bucks with Trey playing like that is crazy. So, especially in Milwaukee. Great win. Absolutely elite win. Um, you take those all day. So, again, I still like the Hawks. Um, I would still say, mm, I guess I would say, I don't want to say met expectations when you lost to the Hornets, but also you beat the Bucks, which is a game I didn't expect to see. So I will say, you know, they basically would have been expected so far. I think Trey will be a lot better. Like if Trey Young was just his regular Trey Young form and not this, like he's literally not scoring. He cannot make a shot. Um, if Trey Young could make shots, they honestly could be three and zero right now. People would be like, oh, the Hawks are they feisty? Like, so I'm not worried about them. Uh, I'll honestly say they've exceeded expectations. I think Trey Young has been underwhelming. But overall, as a team, I like them. I like where they're at, especially in the East. That's a good win. You don't want to start 0-3. Um, I don't know what their upcoming schedule looks like. Uh, do they play today? Probably not. Let's look at their schedule. Uh, they play Minnesota. Oh, they do play today. So they play Minnesota today, and then Washington, New Orleans, OKC, Orlando. That's their next few games. Um, they could win all of these, honestly. None of these other teams have looked great. So, you know, the Hawks could go on a streak here. But they're, they're a pretty streaky team. So I can't expect too much consistency from them. Uh, next, let's talk about the Toronto Raptors. Uh, they look like shit. Let's be real. Um, I had their under, and they look like shit. Uh, they won one game against the Wolves that they got lucky to win. Um, the only bright spot so far, really, is Scotty Barnes looks awesome. And I think Dennis Schroeder's been pretty good. He's making a lot of threes. Wow, Schroeder's averaging 16 points and 9 assists, and he's shooting 52% from three. And you still look like ass. That's bad. Uh, that's really bad. Siakam has been non-existent. Um, he has not had a single good moment. OG Ananobi is already injured. Um, they have no bench at all. Uh, Boucher is like the only guy on the bench doing anything. Like, this is their rotation. This, these are the guys who have played. They've only played 11 guys total, which is weird. Uh, they've played Scotty Barnes, who's been great, averaging 21, 9, and 7. Three blocks, too. Um, so he's having a, the year three leap so far, it looks like, which they need desperately. They're a rebuilding team, obviously, but like, they need this. Uh, Dennis Schroeder has been great. Uh, OG. Pascal, Gary Trent Jr., Boucher, Precious, Jacoperto, Grady Dick, Malachi Flynn, and Jalen McDaniels. That's been a rotation. Uh, and Jalen McDaniels has played almost no minutes at all. Um, those bottom three players barely played. It's really an eight-man rotation, and those bottom three have done almost nothing. Especially Jalen McDaniels. Jalen McDaniels literally has not scored a point. He's played like 40 minutes, and he scored zero points. Um, so yeah, the Raptors, they're ass. They literally can't score. Um, they just cannot score at all. Like, they're, they're 29th in offensive rating through three games. Like, that's really bad. They're averaging 102 points. Like, and they've played the Bulls, the Wolves, and uh, what was the last team? God damn it. It's impossible to remember all this, man. I, I really try. Who was the third team they've played? Let me take a look. But anyway, like, their offense, we knew the offense was going to be bad. Like, if not, the Sixers. Uh, yeah, so. Not like some defensive stalwart teams, but the Raptors, we knew they weren't going to be a good offensive team. Uh, they honestly feel like the same team as last year. Uh, without Just replace Van Vliet with Schroeder, and they feel like the same team. Except Scotty Barnes looks great. Um, so that's a bright spot. You know, you want to, honestly, as the Raptors, you want to lose. But actually, no, do you? I forgot what they traded for Pirtle. I don't know how the pick protection works. I'm not sure if you want to be bad or... 
So I don't know. I don't know if they want to lose. Uh, they should have picked a direction. I don't like that they made that pearl trade. I don't like where they're at at all. Like they tried to be like a, a buy-in team at the deadline last year instead of selling all their players. They lost Van Vliet for, Van Vliet for nothing. They're gonna lose Siakam for nothing. They are probably gonna lose OG for nothing. Um, ah, man, they're just a weird team in a weird spot. Um, I'll say they have not met expectations, even though they won a game. Um, I th- and I thought they were gonna be bad, but they feel even worse. This is like the worst. This might be the worst one and two team here. Um, well, actually, no, it's not. It's not the worst one and two team here, but it's probably the team that's one and two with the worst vibes. Uh, their vibes are awful, just awful. Um, I think they've been really bad. Like they need everything, man. They have no shooting on that team at all. Uh, I mean, like Gary Trent, Grady Dick, and OG are supposed to be good shooters, but like I just don't feel, you know, if I'm if I'm playing the Raptors, I'm just like leave everybody open, leave literally everybody open, and you feel confident you're gonna win. Like everything just feels clunky. Like it's a weird team. Like Scotty Barnes does not really fit that roster, you know, or the roster isn't really built well around Scotty, is what I should say, because obviously Scotty's the centerpiece you want to keep. Um, just a, a weird team. I'm not a fan. They're gonna be, you know. It's going to be hard-fought wins against them just because they play really hard and their defense is going to be pretty good some of the time. Again, some of the time. Like, the Raptors are kind of, like, again, they're a weird... They're not someone that's like, oh, they're, they're not like the Nick Nurse teams with Gasol and Lowry and them. Or even, like, two years ago's Raptors. So it's not a team where it's like, oh, you're getting locked down every time. But they're a team that's, like, generally going to be pretty good defensively. Not as good as they used to be, though. They're not playing that Nick Nurse ball where they're just trapping every star. Like, Embiid just cooked them. Uh, Nick Nurse would have never let that happen. He would have triple-teamed Embiid away from the ball and said, Maxi and everybody else, you're beating us. Darko's not doing that. Um, so it's, you can tell the coaching is different, but they still feel like the same team at the same time. If you get what I'm saying, they're a weird team. Uh, I'm taking way too much time. There's no way I'm hitting on all these teams. Uh, let's speed it up a little bit. Houston Rockets. Uh, people thought they were going to be good because they signed Fred Van Vliet and Dylan Brooks. Uh, did they forget Fred Van Vliet and Dylan Brooks are terrible players? Well, not terrible. Dylan Brooks is terrible. Fred Van Vliet is just bad. Uh, I rated him like 66th, um, and the numbers say he should be around there, but he's just not good. His impact is non-existent. The dude is a brick. He's shooting 37, 35, 80 splits, and that's like sustainable for him. You know, like Trey Young shooting really horribly, like he's going to get better than that. He's going to end up being like 44% from the field and like 33 plus percent from three. Van Vliet will probably keep these splits. They might even go down, um, and like he's way too small to really play good defense. Uh, Jalen Green has been okay. Um, he's not really taking a leap we expected. Uh, Shangun has been awesome. Um, he's been playing like the guy I thought he was. 19 points, 9 rebounds, 7 assists. He's great. I love him. Jabari Smith has looked alright. You know, nothing special. I love Jay Shante. I love what he brings to the table defensively. Uh, Cam Whitmore has barely played. Uh, superstar Cam Whitmore. And then, uh, Uncle Jeff, you know, he's still old. Dylan Brooks sucks. And who else am I missing? Oh, Eamon Thompson's getting no no play time, no playing time. So Fred Van Vliet and Dylan Brooks can play. Uh, great roster building. Um, I keep joking on Twitter that the Rockets should fire Steven Silas because people keep complaining about their coaching. And coaching was not the only issue, guys. Like, yeah, Steven Silas was not good, but like, look how bad Eme looks with this roster. You know why? Because the Celtics roster was the reason that they were good. It wasn't because like Eme was some genius, um, even though he is better than Missoula. Missoula's terrible. Um, still, like. No, no good, good, good coaching can't carry a bad team. And the roster is bad. The Rockets roster is bad. Um, I don't think they're going to be the worst team in basketball. I think there's too much talent for them to be the worst team in basketball. But they're bad. They're bad. Someone said, why can't the Rockets make the play-in? You know why? It's because there's at least 11 teams better than them in the West. And that's like the Rockets' best-case scenario. And now, it looks like there might be 13 or 14 teams better than them in the West. Um, we'll see. 
but like the again, the Rockets' ceiling is a 12 seed. It really is, and that's if the Jazz are somehow worse than them, which I don't think they will be. So the the real ceiling is the 13th seed. Like they're an ass team. Um, they're exactly what I expected them to be. Ass. I was like, I don't see how they win 30 games, and I still don't see how they win 30 games. Like you're expecting a lot of internal development from players who I'm not super high on. And then Fred Van Vliet and Dylan Brooks are taking a lot of the minutes from their young guys. Like, I'd much rather play Eamon Thompson over Fred Van Vliet and Cam Whitmore over Dylan Brooks. Imagine if their starting lineup instead of what it is now, it was Thompson, Jalen Green, Cam Whitmore, Jabari Smith, and Shangun. That's a nice up-and-coming young rebuilding team. And off the bench, you can have Jayshon Tate and, you know, Uncle Jeff. It's fine to have eight. You should have some veterans. Um, maybe cut Dylan Brooks' minutes. I don't even mind having Dylan Brooks there, really. He's just Fred Van Vliet for so much money. Uh, Jock Landale's a backup center. You know, then you, you have something to look forward to. And now it's just like, you're just sputtering, man. You spent like $60 million a year on Dylan Brooks and Fred Van Vliet just to take away minutes from Cam Whitmore and Eamon Thompson. I'm not even like a big Cam Whitmore or Eamon Thompson guy. But like, give them a chance, man. Like, maybe they'll be good. It's ridiculous. So, yeah. Not, not high on the Rockets at all. Spurs. Um, there's a starting lineup. It's so weird, man. I don't know why. They're, they're starting Sohan at point guard. And then you got Vassell. Uh, Keldon Johnson, Wemby, and Zach Collins. Like, there's no, there's no shooting in that lineup. I don't know. People were like, "Oh, could Wemby lead into the playoffs?" Bro, he is a rookie. He is a rookie. When was the last time we saw a rookie come in and be an immediate like, "Wow, he's like borderline All Star level." Donovan Mitchell and Ben Simmons, like, or I guess Zion. He was really good as a rookie. He barely played though. Embiid. Again, it happens occasionally, right? And it's not like Wemby can't be that guy. But the roster is bad. It's the same roster as last year, just with Wemby. So, and that's a roster that won 20 games, you know? You're not going from 20 games to 40 with just adding rookie Wembanyama, unless the internal development is insane. If you look at the stats so far, Devin Vassell's been great, like last year. Um, I, again, I still think that the contract is too much, but again, he's been good. Wemby has, you know, been up and down. He's a rookie. It's fine. His numbers are okay. 16 points, 7 rebounds, 2 steals, 2 blocks, uh, mediocre efficiency, Um Again, I like what I've seen. He's very freaky. Again, like, watching him is so weird. He's just so long. He catches, like, every lob. He's everywhere defensively. He fouls a lot. Um, his shooting needs a lot of work. Again, offensively, he's super raw. He's super raw on defense, too. But very raw player. Uh, I like Chetty. Um, always been a big Chetty guy. So I like him on the roster. He's a good, you know, good guy for, like, ball movement. You know, he always makes the right pass. He's not going to, like, hog the ball. He's a good shooter. Zach Collins, I think, has been fine as a center. Again, the roster has promise. Sohan is very random and sporadic. He's fun to watch. He's kind of like Kuzma without the talent. It's kind of what I feel. Um, like, he doesn't have the talent Kuzma has, but, like, he kind of plays a lot of the same way. Just kind of, like, he drives to the rim that don't make any sense unless they lead to something. He has a weird shot release. Uh, makes some funky passes. He's fun. Uh, I don't know if he'll ever be good, but he's fun. Uh, he hasn't been good so far. Malachi Branham is a good scorer. I like him. Uh, he hasn't played that well yet, though. So again, it's a, it's a bad team. Like this is a team. It's not gonna be a good team, and I, I didn't expect them to. I don't know why people did. Um, people have weird expectations on. I know he's the number one overall pick, and he's very hyped. But like, chill. Uh, so far, through three games, is he the rookie of the year? Maybe. Like his numbers and Chet's are pretty similar, and Wemby has way more hype. So honestly, Chet would have to be a lot better than him to win rookie of the year. Scoot Henderson has had a horrible start. We'll get to him. Um, so I think he it's going to be, you know, uh, uphill climb for him. Again, it's three games. No one's going to remember this if Scoot Henderson averages 20 the second half of the year. But it's just, you know, my thoughts through one week. So that's the Spurs. Um, I would say they're what I thought. A bad team. Wemby looks okay. Uh, again, he's a rookie. 
Uh, next, we got the Philadelphia 76ers. Again, this is kind of, literally a, kind of a random order. It's just I keep sorting them on basketball reference by games played, and there's 20 teams with three games. So don't don't mind the order. It's basically random. Uh, Phillies played three games. Uh, they are 2-1. and one. Uh, they had a close loss to the Bucks, despite Dame and Giannis popping. Or I guess Giannis didn't pop off; he was kind of bad. But Dame popped off, uh, and they almost won. Embiid has looked really good outside of the first game against the Bucks. He he looked really bad in that game. Looked really disinterested. Uh, I didn't think he was playing good, but he's looked really good against what was it, Portland and Toronto. Uh, he was so good against Portland; like the numbers were obscene. Um, he had like 35, 15, 7, and six, like just absurd numbers. Uh, again, Embiid is an absurd player. Uh, he's going to put up crazy numbers. Uh, he's averaging 31, 10, 7, 1, and 3. Like, it's just insane. A great efficiency. Um, Tyrese Massey's been awesome. Uh, maybe the breakout that everyone keeps clamoring for him is finally here. He's averaging 30 points per game so far. I don't think he's going to do that. That's insane. But, like, without Harden, he's easily going to average 24 plus, 25 plus. Uh, he gets enough shots, and he's making every <laughs> sorry everything right now. And he's a good offensive player. But I don't, I don't know. I don't see the ceiling with Maxi like other people do. People are, like, comparing him, like, De'Aaron Fox. Like, I don't see that. Um, I think, like, his ceiling is, like, a low-level all-star. Um, right now, he's playing better than that, but, again, it's three games. Uh, Tobias and Kelly Oubre are also not missing right now. Uh, part of that is the teams they've played. Part of that is just, you know, they're hot shooting. Uh, I'm not a believer in this team. This team has zero chance to win the title. Uh, almost no matter what trade they make, it's almost impossible for them to win the title. Because Embiid is just a playoff dropper. He's not. He can't lead a team to a championship. It's impossible. Um, so I don't believe in them from that perspective. Could they hit the over-under, over-under win total? Yeah. Uh, will they? We'll see. Again, they played. They beat the two bad teams they played and lost to the good team they played. Um, so hard to, hard to really judge that. And then they, they play Toronto next and then Phoenix. We'll see if Beal or Booker are back. Um, so they should be 3-1 and one after playing the Raptors again, this time at home. Uh, I'd be shocked if the Raptors beat them, but yeah, it's a good, it's a pretty good team. Um, I'm not surprised. Embiid looks great. Uh, maybe he'll win another MVP if they, if he plays well enough. If they win enough games, uh, not sure. So uh, I don't have a lot of thoughts on the Sixers. I just think they're they're pretty solid. Uh, Denver, great team. Obviously, they're three and zero. They beat the Lakers, the Thunder, and who was the other team they played? I'm forgetting Memphis. Uh, somehow the closest game was to Memphis, who is terrible. Uh, we'll get to them later. But yeah, they look unstoppable, really. Uh, Jamal Murray has played like regular season Jamal Murray. Uh, Jokic is playing like Jokic. Um, that's basically it, right? Like their starting lineup is a machine. Reggie Jackson looks back from the dead after looking so washed last year. I was like, why would you bring him back? And now he looks great. So good for them, I guess. We'll see if that lasts, but... Yeah, um, that's only the real surprise about Denver. They're awesome. They should be awesome. They'll probably be the one seed in the West just because even without even while sleepwalking, like they're just that good. Uh, they definitely look destined to repeat. So I'll say they've honestly exceeded expectations, even though like this was kind of a given. Like they still look better than I thought they would. I thought their bench would look worse, but Reggie Jackson coming back from the dead has been great for them, uh, and they're making like every shot. Um, next we got next team. Next team, Golden State. Uh, Golden State Warriors, they are 2-1. and one. They beat the lowly Houston Rockets. They beat the Kings in a good win. And they lost to the Suns. Uh, Steph Curry's been awesome, right? He's But he's not... I keep hearing Warriors fans say this. Is Steph Curry better than he's ever been? And I feel like they've said this every year since uh, 2021. Like 2021, 2022, 2023, and now this year. I feel like every year they're like, is this the best Steph Curry we've ever seen? No. The answer is no. 
The best of Curry we've ever seen was 2016, and it will always be 2016, right? He's been, the couple years after that, his stats weren't as good because he was playing with Durant. And then after he broke his hand in 2020, ever since then, he's just not, he's not the same player athletically. Uh, he had a couple years stretch where he was in the low 40s, high 30s in terms of three-point percentage. He had a long stretch where he his shooting was not, not the Steph Curry we were used to. Um, and I think he just doesn't create the separation that he used to. Uh, people are saying his defense is better. I don't think so. His defense looks like pretty much the same as it's looked the last like five years. I don't know. Um, yeah, so to, to say that this is the best Steph Curry is honestly insulting to Steph Curry. Um, and these same people say Steph Curry is like the fifth best player of all time. Like if this, if like 2023, 2024 Steph Curry is the best Steph Curry we've ever seen, there's no chance it's a top 10 player of all time. Like his actual peak in 2016 is one of, like, I don't know, five or six, maybe 10, whatever up there like individual regular seasons in NBA history, right? Even the fact that defensively he's a non-factor, like he was that good. So I think it's really disrespectful to say that stuff. Not, that, not to say he's not great, right? I had him as the fourth best player in the league. You know, he's averaging 31 on 50, 45, 100 splits. Um, he's actually getting free throws this year, which is like, what? Uh, that never happens. Um, so he's awesome. Uh, Clay had a good game against the Rockets, but overall he hasn't looked great. Uh, Chris Paul's fi- fitting in fine. Um, I don't think anybody was worried about the offensive fit, or maybe some people were, but they were probably morons. Um, the offensive fit of having, you know, another guard who can, you know, hit open shots and pass the ball, like, that's not a problem. Uh, the problem is just that he doesn't address their needs, right? That was really my problem with it, is that they need size and athleticism. Uh, they don't need another guard who can create, and they got another old guard who can create. Like, you, you swap Jordan Poole for Chris Paul, which for this season alone, is that an upgrade? Sure, fine. Maybe I was wrong about the fact that it's not an upgrade. It is, right? I'll concede. But he doesn't adjust what they need, which was always the issue, more so than he's not an upgrade over Jordan Poole. Because the thing is, I don't think the Warriors are winning the title, right? So if you're not winning the title, it makes no sense to do this marginal upgrade trade for the 23-year-old for the 40-year-old, right? That doesn't make any sense. Um, like, how many more good years does Chris Paul have left? Maybe one, right? At most, it's like, what, three? I'd be shocked if it was three. Because he looked really bad last year. He's looked okay this year. Um, he still can't really beat anybody off the dribble, except for Nurkic, that was so funny, he beat him off the dribble a couple times, like, but he, again, he's always gonna be a good passer, uh, he'll be able to hit open shots, generally, but I just, I don't see it, man, I don't love the roster, Kaminga looks better, uh, Moses Moody's a good shooter, uh, I think Sarge, as a backup center, has looked bad, uh, his defense is horrible, um, which is not really a surprise, I just, I don't know, man, like, I just don't think this team really has enough to win the title, like, it's relying a lot on Steph, Draymond doesn't, Oh, I guess he's played one game. Uh, he barely played. Yeah, he played like 20 minutes. He's played one game. So hard to say a lot about Draymond. But, you know, he's obviously important to the team. I just, I don't know. I thought that trade didn't really make any sense. You give up a pick and a young player for Chris Paul when Jordan Poole is possibly your future, maybe. I don't know what his ceiling is, but, like, is he ever going to be an all-star? Probably not, but he could be. I don't know. I just feel like they're in a tough spot for when Steph, you know, inevitably falls off eventually, you know, not this year, but eventually he's going to fall off or retire, you know, something like that, and Kaminga and Moody, you know, I like them as role players, but, like, they're not future franchise leaders, they're just not, so, again, it's a good team, right, their ceiling is probably a second round exit, like, I really think the only reason they won the title in 2022 was because it was a weak year in the West, it really was, like, the Mavericks were the next best team in the West, maybe, or the Suns, like, the Suns have since then gotten Durant and Beal, right? They're better. Uh, the Mavericks, honestly, are, are not not great. We'll talk about them later. The Lakers were out of it. The Nuggets were out of it. You know, John Moran got hurt playing them. So, the West was just in the worst spot. The Clippers were out of it. Like, I just don't know if the Warriors are better than any of those teams, really. 
So we'll see. Um, so far, I'd say they've met expectations, I guess. They lost the game to the Suns at home. Uh, they honestly probably should have won. They beat the Rockets, great. And then they beat the Kings in a game I thought they should have lost. So they're 2-1. I guess that's what I would have expected going in. I would have figured they would have beaten the Suns, lost to the Kings. Um, so far, they're the opposite of last year's Warriors, right? 2-0 two, two on the road, 0-1 at home. Um, that's funny. Next game is at New Orleans today. Um, I think I think everyone is set to play. Draymond, Steph, all them. Uh, so they'll probably win. That'll be a fun game. Honestly, the Pelicans are, you know, they're they're a real team. Uh, next team to talk about. Uh, Detroit, uh, they're honestly better than I expected. Uh, they should have beaten the Heat. Uh, they really should have. They lost by one. I didn't get to see that game, but, I, you know, when you lose by one, like, that's just brutal. Um, they're 2-1. and one. They really could be 3-0. Uh, they also beat the Charlotte Hornets, and man, I always forget the third game. The Bulls. The Bulls are horrible. They are so helpless. Uh, Cade Cunningham is him. Uh, people forgot about him because he missed all of last year. I saw someone tweet that Cade Cunningham is going to be one of those like mediocre picks, like Wiggins or Aiden, that just everyone forgets. And it's like, why? What? His rookie year was awesome. He should have won rookie of the year, possibly. I thought the rookie of the year that year was between him and Mobley, and then Scotty Barnes won it somehow, which was a terrible pick. He's good right now, but, like, he just wasn't Rookie of the Year. Uh, and Cade is averaging 22 points and 8 assists so far. He's been great. Uh, Jalen Duran looks awesome. I think that cade Duran duo is going to carry them. Um, I don't love the rest of the team. Alistair Thompson looks good, too, defensively. Looks like a good wing stopper. Gets hella rebounds. Um, I don't know why Killian Hayes is starting over Jaden Ivey. Killian Hayes sucks. Jaden Ivey, TBD. I thought he was okay last year. We'll see how he does this year. But Monty Williams is not doing him any favors. Uh, Alec Brooks is a good shooter for them. Boyan hasn't even played yet, and he's an important player for them. He's going to be out for a while. Um, and I don't like the rest of their bigs. Um, James Wiseman has not touched the floor at all. Marvin Bagley is a bust. Let's just be real. He's a bust. He's averaging like 11 and 6 for them. I don't like him, though. I just don't. Like, I think he doesn't really bring anything defensively. He's a black hole on offense. And then Isaiah Stewart makes $18 million a year to be like kind of a power forward. I don't really know what he's supposed to be good at. He is he's averaging 10 rebounds a game. Again, everyone on this team is averaging 10 rebounds a game because they're playing. They played Charlotte, who didn't make a shot. Chicago, who didn't make a shot. And I, again, I forgot the third team they played. Miami, who couldn't make a shot. So when you play all these teams who can't make a fucking shot, like you're going to get a lot of rebounds. But again, I like the Pistons. I thought their over was an easy money bet. Because um, I thought they were going to be a play-in team last year. And then Cade got hurt. So now you have another year of development for Cade and for Duran. So, I think this is an easy play-in team. Not a playoff team, but they're going to be very fun. Um, tune into the Pistons. So, they've exceeded expectations, and I already had higher expectations than, I, than most, I think, for the Pistons. So, I like them. Um, good start for them. Uh, next team, we got... I got to go a little faster. Cleveland, they've been so injured. Uh, I have to give them an N slash A, honestly. Jared Allen hasn't played. Garland missed a game. Mitchell missed a game. Um, they should have beaten the Nets, or they did beat the Nets, they should have beaten, uh, OKC, they choked that shit so hard at the end, oh my god, it was brutal loss, brutal, 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 uh, Mobley has not taken the offensive leap I expected, he did have 30 though, or 33 against, uh, who was it, who was it, the Pacers, uh, I think their defense is really bad though, but he's averaging 19 a game, but that's being carried by that one 30 point game, he hasn't really looked like the offensive player I hoped he would, again, it's early, so we'll see, uh, Donovan's still awesome, uh, I like Max Struess for them. That's been a great addition. Niang has been non-existent. So, uh, N slash A, they're too injured. Um, I still like them as a 50-plus win team, but they have to be, you know, relatively healthy. Phoenix, again, N slash A, way too injured. Booker played one game. Beal hasn't played. Durant's played all the games. He's been great. Gordon had a good game. Um, I still don't like their role players. Nurkic is awful. He's just awful. 
Um, I don't know what they were thinking. Aiden's looked really bad, though, so it's hard to say it was a bad trade right now. But I, I still believe in Aiden. He's, you know, he's 24. Like, Nurkic is bad, man. He's so bad. Um, I think with their big three, the Suns are going to be really good. Obviously. Wow. Uh, Colt, hot, hot take right there. Um, but again, I don't love their defense. And I don't love their role players, right? I just think that it's kind of redundant having these three of these same score types. Like, when it was Durant and Booker, and you have a bunch of defensive players, like, that, that would be nice. Like, I would rather have a bunch of defensive role players than Bradley Beal. And they don't have that. Okogie is great, and Goodwin is great. I like them as defensive players. Uh, Allen is a good shooter. Gordon is a solid scorer. Yuda can shoot. The role players are not bad, but I don't know. Something feels missing with this team. If they had, like, a good defensive center, I would like them a lot more. If that was, like, Miles Turner, like, I would really like this team. Um, or if they had, like, a, anyone who could pass the ball. Like, you can't ask Durant or Booker to be, like, your main playmaker. I just don't think that's going to work. Uh, but they're going to be a good team. Um, they've been good so far. Their only loss was to the Lakers. No shame in that. Uh, they beat the Warriors in Golden State. Good win. And then they blew out the Jazz, which was whatever. But again, without Booker and Beal, that's pretty nice. So, uh, solid, solid team. Uh, you know, probably going to be a top three seed in the West, I think, with Denver and LA. I know the Lakers are one and two, but they really could easily be two and one right now. And they've had the hardest starting schedule of any team. So... Um, yeah, I think they're one of the best teams in the West. Shocker. They're, they were in that top five before the season. They're still there. Uh, OKC, they've also played three games. Two and one, lost to Denver. They beat Houston and... Right? Houston? No. Chicago and Cleveland. I was I remember the red jersey. Uh, they beat Chicago and Cleveland. They came back at the end against Cleveland. That was awesome. And then the Bulls suck. Um, SGA was great the first two games. Not great against Denver. Uh, horrible against Denver, actually. Um, and again, their big four is nice with Shea, Jalen, Giddy, and Chet. And Lou Dort is a solid defender to fill in that fifth spot. Um, I like Isaiah Joe as a shooter. Um, don't really love the rest of the bench, honestly. Kaysan Wallace is a rookie, TBD. Uh, he's been okay so far. Jang sucks. Usman Jang, he's terrible. Uh, he's just a worthless player. Um, but SGA is awesome. This is an easy playoff team. Like, there's too much talent not to be. I think Giddy's kind of the odd man out, though. I don't love his fit with Shea and Jalen and Chet. I just think J Josh is not, like, a great off-ball guy, and he's not the best player on the team, so he's not going to dominate the ball. So I think, like, when you have someone who can't really shoot like Giddy and is not a great defender, you know, it's just hard to justify him being, like, the second or third guy on the team. Um, at some point, maybe he'll be the fourth guy. We'll see how that works with the pecking order. He's a good player, but when they inevitably trade for someone with all their picks... Josh is going to be the centerpiece of that trade. He just has to be. Uh, Chet's look great defensively uh, and offensively. He's been awesome. Um, I feel like rookies who miss that first year with injury and then come back, they're, they're always really good. Like Blake Griffin, Ben Simmons, Chet Holmgren, uh, Joel Embiid, he missed two years. All, that's always really good. Um, I guess those years of developing uh, before playing really help, I guess. Uh, so he's looked great. Uh, I love this team. Uh, they didn't beat Denver, which whatever. It's Denver. Um, that's basically an automatic L. I'm going to expect Denver to win, like, every game. But I like the team. I like the team a lot. Um, they, you know, I guess they've... I don't know if they've met or exceeded my expectations. I'm not sure how high I was on them. But they beat the teams they're supposed to beat so far. And then, uh, I guess the Cavs, they honestly should have lost. But they got lucky and won that one. Uh, they're a good team. I like them. Uh, New York Knicks hate this team. Absolutely hate this team. They're 1-2. and two. They should be 0-3, honestly. Um, I just... I, I said this before the season... Your team being led by Jalen Brunson, R.J. Barrett, and Julius Randle. That's a terrible big three. Uh, I like Jalen Brunson. I don't like R.J. Barrett. He's awful. He's been okay to start the year. Actually, he's been really good to start the year. My God. Uh, I did not realize his stats were this nice. 23 points a game. Really good efficiency. 
Um, and there's still one and two. Jalen Brunson is good, though. Randall is so inconsistent, and especially in even number years, he's terrible. Uh, I don't know why. Uh, he's averaging 13 a game on like 20, 27% from the field. Holy crap, that's like Trey Young stats. Trey Young splits as a 6'9 power forward. Um, he is just garbage. Like, RJ Barrett and Julius Randle cannot be two of your three leading shot takers. They are way too inconsistent. They're not good defenders either. Um, like, Mitchell Robinson is, like, your defensive anchor. That's fine. But, like, I just... Man, I don't know. I don't like Thibs as a coach. I don't like the roster. Quickly is nice. Like, there's a lot of good players on the roster. But, like, the fit is weird. And they just don't have someone who can really, like, be, like, the clear best guy. Like, Brunson is, like, all right, man. But... You know, he's not a super efficient player either. Ugh, man, I just think the big three is weird. I don't like the team. I picked their over because they just win games in sporadic ways. Like, they're not a team that's, like, a traditionally a good team. They don't, like, really good defensively or make a lot of shots or have a superstar. They don't have any of that. They don't have any of that. It's all just, like, hustle and grit and, you know, forced turnovers and offensive rebounds, and it's ugly. It's an ugly, ugly team, and I hate it. Um, they're an ugly team with an ugly playing style. I just gross. Um, they're one and two. I'm not a fan. I'm just not a fan at all. Um, they, I didn't expect much, but I, I still had them as like a mid to high forties, uh, one and two start against, you know, not a very, very tough schedule, right? They beat the Hawks and then they lost to, uh, I forget. They lost to Boston. That's tough. Uh, they should have beaten the Celtics. Honestly, they got kind of got hoed at the end. Um, and this is despite all their playing, all their players playing like asks for RJ Barrett and quickly. And then they lost to the Pelicans. They got cooked by them. They only scored 87 points. I just, I hate this team. Um, I can't stress it enough. I really, really hate this team. Um, they might be the least watchable team in the NBA besides the next team on our list, the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, this team is so, so hard to watch, man, without Ja. My God. Like, they can't score. It's just like Desmond Bain, do something. Like, he's he's not like a primary shot creator guy. People were like, oh, maybe he'll, I said this too. Maybe, you know, he'll carry them. You know, he'll be that offensive guy. Like, He's good enough. No, he's not good enough. He's averaging 24 a game on 42, 33, 92 splits. Like, ah, uh, he's just not he's just not talented enough offensively to be like the main scorer on a good team. He he's a good secondary player. He just can't be the primary guy. He's just not he doesn't have the talent for that. And he's surrounded by a lot a whole lot of nothing, man. John Morant is out. Steven Adams is out. Brandon Clark is out. Luke Kennard is out. Like, those are four of your best, what, seven players? Like, y'all are cooked, bro. They're starting Xavier Tillman, offensive zero. Zaire Williams, offensive zero. Jaron Jackson, sometimes offensive zero. And Marcus Smart, sometimes offensive zero. Like, that that is terrible, bro. Like, their defense is pretty good, right? They have Jaron Jackson so that and Marcus Smart. So that alone, their defense is going to be good. But they're so... It's such an ugly game, team to watch until John comes back. Like, they already are really relying on offensive rebounds. And without Clark and Adams, they're not going to get them. Like, Jaron Jackson is one of the worst rebounders you've ever seen for someone so tall and so dominant defensively. Like, he just cannot rebound to save his life. Um, he was absolutely awful against, uh, who did they play in their first game? Was it Denver? Was that their first game? No. Uh, who was their first game? They just lost to the Wizards. They played three games. I don't remember who their first game was. Uh, New Orleans. He was terrible. He was so bad. Um, I, don't, I think he had, like, nine points. Again, he's just not a consistent offensive player. Um, great defensive player, but again, Bain can't carry it all. Marcus Smart, you know, he's just like a role player. Zaire Williams, I don't think he's good at all. He hasn't really shown anything. He started off okay this year, but actually, shooting splits are really bad. I don't know. I'm not a big Zaire guy. Uh, and Tillman as like your backup center is okay, but he's like six foot seven. So 
until they get their guys back, they're going to be ass. Like, they made the Wizards look awesome. Like, the Wizards looked great against them. And the Wizards might be the worst team in the NBA. So, Memphis is just in a horrible spot. They're 0-3 until Giles is going to come back in the 26th game of the year. The Grizzlies have to have at least 10 wins before he comes back to have a chance. If they're 8 and 17, they're screwed, bro. Like, or if they're 5 and 20, God forbid, which again, I don't think so. Like, that's really bad. But let's look at their schedule, right? Let's look at their schedule. John Morant is set to come back game 26, Saturday, December 23rd at Atlanta. Here are their games until then. Playing the Mavericks, that's probably a loss. At Utah, maybe you win that one. At Portland twice. Those should both be wins, right? Let's say let's give them three wins. Miami, that's a loss. Utah again. At home, maybe they win that one. Then they have at Lakers, at Clippers, at Spurs. You know, maybe you get the Spurs win. Um, Celtics, L, at Houston, maybe you win that. Phoenix, Minnesota, Utah again. How many times are they going to play Utah? Um, at Dallas, at Phoenix, Dallas again. And then at Houston, then at Houston at home, at OKC, at New Orleans, Indiana. Like... Let's be generous, right? Let's say they beat all the non-playoff teams here, which is, they won't, it won't happen, but let's just say that, right? Let's say they beat, uh, you know, at Utah, at Portland twice, Utah again, Spurs, Rockets, Rockets, Rockets. Um, if they win all those games, right, I'm being really generous here, that's eight wins. They'll be eight and 17, like I said. And that's if they win all the non-playoff games. They're screwed, bro. They are so screwed. Like, there's no way they're going to be in the top eight. Um, maybe they'll be a 10th seed and they can win the play-in games because they'll have jaw, but man, they're in a tough spot. Like, they needed to win the Wizards game. They really, really needed it. They almost beat Denver. They needed that too, bro. Like, they just needed it. Um, all right, I'm taking way too long. I did not want this pod to be this long. Uh, Chicago, they're horrible. Um, not a surprise. Zach Levine scored 51. They still lost. Uh, like, they are ass, dude. They just got nothing going on, man. No Lonzo. Like, Caruso, they got to sell, bro. Caruso's got to go. Levine's got to go. DeRozan's got to go. They just extended Vooch. He can't be traded. Like, they got to blow it up, bro. Patrick Williams looks like a major bust. Like, he's not a bad player, but, like, he's so mid. He's just mid as fuck, you know? Like, no wonder they didn't give him a fucking contract extension. Like, he wants, like, $20 million a year. Dog, you're worth ten. Like, let's be real. You're worth, like, $10 million a year. Um... Yeah, this team is ass. Uh, at least they have their pick this year. Maybe they can get Ron Holland. Uh, Portland, they're also ass. Scoot has been terrible. Uh, Simons is going to miss like six weeks. Uh, so, you know, not a surprise. Aiden has looked really bad. That's that's the biggest surprise. Scoot, you know, rookie point guards, whatever. Um, I'm not worried about him. Aiden, how are you this bad, bro? Like, you have all the touches you want, right? Like, are they not passing you the ball? Like... You should be averaging 20 and 10 easy. He's averaging eight points, bro. Eight points. He's taking seven shots per game, and he's averaging 0.3 free throw attempts. Like, I was told this is a top five center. I was told this is a top 10 center. People told me he was better than Anthony Davis. Like, this dude stinks, man. Number one overall pick. He's playing like James Wiseman. He's playing like garbage. This is the worst he's ever looked. Like, where's the assertiveness, man? Seven shots a game. He's been absolutely fucking awful. Um, I knew this team was going to be bad, but my God, I thought Aiden would at least put up numbers. What is that? I feel bad for people who drafted him in fantasy. He was probably like a second or third round pick in a lot of leagues because you're like, oh, he's going to average 20 and 10 on 60% from the field on this bad team. He's averaging eight. Fucking eight. He's ass. Miami, they've been very injured um, and they look bad. I mean, this is Miami in the regular season, right? They just look bad. Bam's looked awesome. And Hero's been I 
But Butler's look bad. Um, the role players all look bad. Uh, Caleb Martin, I, has he played at all? Maybe he played one game. He played one game. Um, Jovic looks all right. Like, Jacquez looks all right. I don't know, man. This is a team that's going to be good in the playoffs and bad in the regular season. Like, it just is. They're going to be, like, 44 wins or whatever, and they're going to make the second or third round. Like, I don't know how. They just will. Um, and Butler's looked, you know, shaky, but that's Butler. Um, and that's all the teams that have played three games. Everyone else has played two. Uh, we got Indiana, who are 2-0. Uh, feels like they shouldn't be, though. Who do they play? They beat the Cavs without anybody and then the Wizards. So, nothing. And then they played Chicago today. So, not impressive at all. Um, I think they're going to be fine. I think they're going to be like a high 30s win team, maybe low 40s. But they play two bad teams. It's hard to tell. Tyrese is good. Neesmith had a good game. Their defense has a lot to, leaves a lot to be desired. Buddy Heald hasn't been traded yet. Uh, Mathurin looks like the same player so far. Um, I don't know. I don't I don't love what I've seen so far. Don't hate it either, right? They're 2-0. Um, honestly, just way too small sample size. Like, I need at least, like, even three games is too small. Two games is way too small. Um, so we're really going to rush through these ones. Dallas, they looked bad. Uh, I know they're, are they 2-0? They're 2-0. But it took, like, it took a crazy flurry at the end to beat the Spurs, who were ass. And then it took a miracle Luka hook shot three to beat the Nets, who I also don't think are very good. And they didn't even have Claxton. So I don't love how they looked. Kyrie's been bad. He's just missing shots, but he's been bad. Uh, Luka's awesome. And Derek Lively looks like a promising rookie center. Um, everything else is just whatever. I'm not a, not a big fan of the team. I don't know where they'll finish. Again, they were a really hard team to predict. And it's, it's still too early to tell. But so far, uh, indications are they're not going to be a great team. Despite being 2-0, again, they got really lucky to get those wins. But a win is a win, man. You take you take bad wins over good losses any day. Uh, Brooklyn, they just have no offensive juice, man. They got no offensive juice. Their defense is going to be good, but they have no offensive juice. Like, besides Cam Thomas, who does not play enough. Uh, Cam Thomas has been lighting it up, averaging 33 a game. Mikhail Bridges is a good scorer. Uh, the rest of the team, offensively, not it. Uh, Cam Johnson has missed some time. Uh, ben Simmons still can't score. He looked better than last year, but he can't score. Like, I don't know what happened to the 15-point-per-game score we're used to, or we were used to. So we'll see if he, you know, can get to that point at all. But, again, they, they scream 37 wins. They're such a 37-win team. Uh, again, good defense, bad offense. Unless, unless Cam Thomas is legit and they start him and they actually give him 35 minutes a game. Because if Cam Thomas is a real, like, 25-point-per-game guy, like, this is a playoff team, man. Their defense is like that. Mikhail Bridges is the second option, like... So we'll see. Uh, Cam Thomas has been lights out in, like, every start, like, last year and this year. Uh, it's a very small sample size, but he might be a top 25 scorer in the league. He might be. Uh, we'll have to see. Washington, they suck. Um, they did beat the Grizzlies, and that was fun. They're a very fun team, though. They're a fun, bad team. Kuzma and Poole, their chaos is fun. Kispert's a great shooter. Tyus Jones, you know, setting up those guys. Uh, Gafford dunking on the world. You know, Denny Avdia playing good defense and making flashy passes. And then, you know, Delon Wright and Bilal Kulibali, you know, causing defensive chaos with their crazy steals and blocks. It's a fun team. They're going to win like 25 games, but it's a fun team. Uh, good win over Memphis. Milwaukee, again, two games. Uh, a pretty questionable win over Philly. Where it took like Dame to have like one of the best games he'll have all year to beat them, um, and like a million free throws. That's a little a little shaky. And then a really bad loss to the Hawks. Uh, Giannis has not looked great. 
Uh, Lopez has not looked great. Their defense has been uh, leaving a lot to be desired. Honestly, their defense has been terrible, quite frankly. It's been only two games, though. Brooke Lopez has zero blocks on the year and five rebounds. So, you know, that's not great. And the role players all look like shit. Malik Beasley had one good game. One of his, like, 15 good games of the year. So enjoy that. Uh, Middleton's played one game and looked like ass. Uh, I think he's playing today. I don't know, man. Like, their duo is really good. But honestly, the rest of their team has looked so shaky that maybe Boston's going to cruise to the title. Not to the title, but to the finals. Um, but again, too early to tell. Two games is so little. But yeah, they haven't looked great so far. Boston, 2-0. Um, two good wins over good teams, um, closer than they should have been, but good wins, Tatum's been great, uh, I guess Tatum had a really good game against the Knicks, he was pretty bad against the Heat, Jalen Brown was good against the Heat and bad against the Knicks, uh, Porzingis has been, you know, hit, uh, he's having 24 game, but I feel like he wasn't that good against Miami, he fouled out, uh, good against the Knicks again, White was awesome against the Heat, bad against the Knicks, uh, not bad, but not, not nothing special, again, their big four is really nice, or the big five, I guess. I don't know. I, it's hard for me to say big five with Derek White, even though I like him. They're starting five. Their starting five is really good. Um, again, they're going to be a top two team in the East. Uh, I need a bigger sample size to really make a judgment on them. They're two and a great. Uh, Orlando, Paolo has been kind of disappointing. Um, like, he's averaging 13 a game. Like, give him the ball, please. Give him the ball, you know. He hasn't even been, like, super inefficient. But he's taking one three, and he missed it. Like, he's taking one three um he's taking 18 total shots in two games like that's just not enough man and we need more paolo paolo and franz are the two guys like not cole anthony who's taking all the fucking shots so need more of that john isaac looks good we'll see how long he lasts his defense is good it always is um we're almost done here <laughs> i really have to rush through some of these teams i went way too long uh charlotte uh they're one and one i te- honestly i don't know what to think of them they got a lucky win over the Hawks, honestly, and then uh, I don't want to say bad loss to the Pistons because I like the Pistons, but it wasn't a great loss. Uh, Brandon Miller looks better than I expected. He's had a good start to the year. Mark Williams, their defense is legit. Again, having Mark Williams in there, like he changes their whole defensive identity. Mason Plumlee was so bad. Lamelo looks a little shaky to start. His numbers are good. His efficiency is really bad, uh, just like Trey Young. Uh, Hayward and Rozier, they are what they are. P.J. Washington, a good start. I like him. Um, I thought he got really underpaid. Restricted free agency really is a killer. Um, I like PJ, though. So, I guess TBD. Again, the two-game sample sizes are just too small. I need I need at least, like, a third game, man. New Orleans, uh, they're 2-0. They beat... Who's their, they beat the Knicks, and who was their other game? They beat Memphis. Again, Memphis sucks. Uh, and then the Knicks, I also hate. So, I don't... You know, it's good to be 2-0. I don't know how to feel about them. Zion looks good. Their offense is really good with Zion on the floor. Um, they do really miss Trey Murphy. Uh, I hate their bench. I do. I hate their entire bench. Um, they are a lot of them are injured, right? But like, I hate who's played so far. Like Matt Ryan is not good. Dyson Daniels, I don't see it. Um, Jordan Hawkins is a rookie, and then everybody else is kind of irrelevant. Like Ingram is good. Zion is good. CJ I don't like. Herb Jones can't score, and Jonas is like a solid center, I guess. I don't know. It's too early. Two and zero. Good for them. I, I didn't really watch them that much, to be honest. Minnesota, uh, one and one. They should be 0-2, honestly. Oh, no, wait. Uh, what was their win? Never mind. No, not they shouldn't be 0-2. Uh, they should be 2-0, right? Because they, they lost uh, a bad game to the Raptors. Yeah, they beat the Heat without Jimmy Butler. Like, good win. We take those. Um, and then a bad loss to the Raptors. Anthony Edwards has looked really bad. 
Um, future MVP, Anthony Edwards, everyone telling me about. He's averaging 23 a game. It doesn't feel like it. Like, he's shooting 35% from the field. Um, Cat has also not been great. Rudy Gobert looks better. Um, Nas Reed has a, had a really good game against Miami. And then the role players have all been very shaky. Troy Brown hasn't made a shot yet. Uh, Kyle Anderson looked okay. Conley looks pretty washed, I think. Um, he's averaging like 13 a game, but I don't know, man. I'm not I'm not big on Conley. Uh, I thought he's looked washed for a while now. And yeah, he's still. I guess he still produces. Maybe yeah, maybe my eyes are just not working. Um, I don't know. I like the team, but rough start. Two two games in. Uh, again, a lo- another TBD. The two game sample sizes are just way too small. Uh, like the three games are the ones I got to see a little bit more of. I have more of an feel for. Uh, those last ten, I just don't don't have a great feel for them. So anyway, that's it for this week's on the Chaff podcast. I'm sorry I really rushed through those last teams. I just I don't have all day to, to recap all thirty teams. Um, I should have bounced it out a little bit better, but I wanted to talk about every team at least once um, through the first week. Then we're gonna kind of start splitting it up, and we'll hit more storylines and you know hit only a certain number of teams because again, I'm not gonna talk about all 30 teams every week. It's insane. Uh, that's it for this week's Honest Off podcast. I will see you guys next week for more NBA talk.